it's the dance and... <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm known as that in uh, certain uh, recondite circles. Certain areas where people really know the true shepherd. I am known as the dance and fool. Because a fantastic coursing pulse of rhythm of life roars through my very being, my very existence, so that even the times when the air conditioning in the office picks up a beat, Shepard will leap to his feet and start to dance like a mad whirling dervish, singing songs and beating out the rhythm of existence and time and life and passion. So I, I noticed the dance in full. Would you please bring it up there? I'm moving like a snake right now. start giving uh, contestants on game shows uh, saliva tests. What do you mean, what? No, have you ever watched one of those game shows? Those people go absolutely ape. I mean, every time they win uh, a refrigerator, they jump up and down and go, ah, ah, ah. Have you seen that? They go totally bananas. Uh, the MC often has to restrain them. Of course, he jumps up and down, too. And uh, they're, they're, they're going to start giving them saliva tests. Well, have you ever seen a horse that's been given the... Right. His eyes roll. He sweats. He jumps up and down, kicks a lot. Sounds like your average daytime contestant. Have you ever noticed they start it right in the audience? They'll say, And now, would you come up from the audience? Little lesbian! Oh, tool! And with that, she goes... She jumps up and never stops. <laughs> well, they're going to start the saliva test, and I want to tell you, it's going to be one hell of a scandal. Let the... Oh, all right, all right. It's time now to uh, get back to the thing here. we got to start our show. have to get concentrated here. Uh, before we get underway, would you uh, please... Now, Cabo Corral with your old pal, Buck Ford. The most complacent cowboy in West Humdrum, Wyoming. Some folks call this a boring life. Sipping cava coffee all day, watching the grass grow and whittling little horses. But not me. This cava is so smooth I get goosebumps with each new cup. There's nothing boring about the smooth taste of cava instant coffee. Cava is rich, even black. It's not bitter. Because cava's the only coffee that's 90% acid neutralized. Now, that's a big word you can taste. Drinking cava is like lying in the grass on a hot afternoon. Have a cup of cava. What a cup of coffee. Yeah. Morning, stranger. My name's Buck. I sip smooth tasting cava coffee with little horses all day long. Hmm, sounds boring. Tune in again when we're all brought to you by Kava, a great smooth tasting instant coffee with the really ugly label. Kava from Horton. Run in the laugh track for me there. I have to do this for uh, technical reasons. 
place. This is a technical. We're warming up the laugh track here. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it. You know, every time I hear that thing, I, I, uh, you know, all of our lives, no matter what we say about it, and no matter how young you are, your life consists only of memories. Because this very moment will be a memory two minutes from now, a minute from now, a second from now. So our life really consists of memories. And, and some memories are further removed in time than others. But when I hear that laugh track, listen to that thing. Would you put that on again there, please? <laughs> you know, keep that in abeyance there. I'm going to use that. You know, uh, I hate to admit it. But very little music has any memory value for me. It's terrible to admit such a thing. Most people always sing about memories, you know, like Loretta, Loretta Lynn is always singing about memories. Uh, <laughs> memories, it has to be pronounced correctly with an I, memories. Memories. Uh, like, uh, well, like, uh, for example, when um, that type of person always says Florida. It's not Florida, it's Florida. Have you noticed? Okay. And and uh, Anita Bryant is always saying, what is she saying all the time? Hunter. <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> it's spelled H-U-N-N-E-R-T, Hunter. And almost every no uh, model who gets on television who is promoting some, uh, usually a, a cosmetic at one time, always says 20. 20. T-W-E-N-N-Y. 20. There's no T at all in 20. It's 20. But, you know, let's, let's not cavil, right? Uh, <laughs> you like that, huh? But that, nevertheless, don't you know what a cavil is? It's a small animal that has, uh, has uh, like, uh, well, it's almost like a, uh, uh, a porcupine. And when you find more than one, it's called a cavillary. I, I, there's a lot of confusion. People, uh, I think people are beginning to lose their literacy. For example, I've been getting a lot of letters from people asking me and sending me, in fact, uh, they're asking me about how uh, avocados are prepared. I don't know why people are writing about avocados suddenly. And people are also sending me recipes for avocado. The most recent I got was a barbecued avocado in which the, avoca the avocado is skinned the night before and it's put into salt water. This is supposed to be an old Georgia recipe. It's, it's skinned the night before you're to prepare it, and, and it's put in salt water to get rid of the gamey taste. Apparently, if you, if you prepare an avocado directly after uh, you, you catch it, it, it is gamey. I don't know. I've never eaten an avocado. I do know many who do. But this particular recipe I have says that you skin it, you put it in salt water overnight, at which point the next day, uh, you, you rub the insides, of course this has been properly cleaned, I presume, you rub the insides with pepper and salt, garlic, they, they claim, bay leaves, and, uh, and dill, at which point it is stuffed, by the way, with, uh, with uh, your favorite chicken stuffing. 
it is then baked and lavishly uh, brushed with barbecue sauce. It is baked until done roughly two and a half hours for your average-sized avocado, adult avocado. And it, it's supposed to be fantastic, served especially with uh, sweet potatoes and, the, you know, the usual uh, southern-type uh, accompaniment. Now, I personally have never had an avocado. I've never eaten one. I've known people who do. Uh, I, I understand the flesh tastes a little bit like pork, uh, quite a bit like pork if it's if it's if it's uh, mannerated properly. So, uh, nevertheless, uh, I, I so stop sending me letters about of how to prepare avocados. I'm not interested in it. And for those of you who uh, keep writing and asking me what an avocado is, an avocado is a small animal found in the American Southwest that has scales. Other than that, I have no interest in it. Period. Stop bugging me. If anything, I'm a member of the anti-avocado crowd. Bad-looking animal. Has mean eyes. And uh, has been known to bite. Yes. So stay away from them. If you're out in the field and you run across a wild avocado, look out. I mean, don't say, oh, look at the funny little thing. It's wearing dishpans on its back. You don't run over there because the next thing you know, he's liable to put one right down to the marrow of the bone. Not friendly. However, they're good eating if you have that kind of taste. There are others who eat rattlesnake. So I'm not here to argue. Now let's get back to life. What do you say? I don't know why we came up with this. It's stupid. Uh, I was going to tell you a story. Now I forgot what the story was. Oh, yes, about that laughter, right? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, bring it up there, Sam, please. Bring it up there. I mean... <laughs> there must be at least 20 people there. Yeah. <laughs> laughing. Maybe 100. They're all there holding up their see-through tea bags. Their see-through tea bags there. How you doing, Don Meredith? But uh, nevertheless, I, I'm just telling you, uh, I hate to admit it, this particular piece of business you've just heard, it has memories. Now, I'll admit that it does not cause teardrops to roll down and into my ears. Now, there is a, a, a great tune out of the past about that. Any of you know the name of it? What is it? It tears my ears and mine on my back prime of the year. All right, okay. There are um, tears are flowing Sure, I mean, many a guy lays in a bad-looking uh, motel outside of Lexington, Kentucky, the Blue Moon, for example, staring up the ceiling, thinking about this girl named, named Clarabelle, and he's got tears running into his ears. Right, looking up into the sky there. Teardrops are falling in my life. Raindrops are falling in my life. My God, tears, memories. Uh, all this stuff plays a great role in country-western music, between teardrops, memories, what else? What? Drama. Mama. Oh, yeah, Mama. And Mama always tried. It's never that Mama hung around down at the bar and drank Jim Beam. Mama always tried and was usually blind. Teardrops and memories. And, uh, you know, just between the two of them, he just whips all man till he goes out of his berg. Goes out of his mind. In fact, going crazy is important in C&W songs. If you don't follow C&W, you know that guy often goes crazy when he sees, when he, he, he'll sing, I, I'm going crazy, seeing you sitting there with him. 
just the mere sight of you sitting there with him is driving me crazy. My friends are going to laugh when they come and take me away. That song is not a figment of my imagination. It's true. It's called Going Crazy. Gets right down to the heart of it. You can't see Cole Porter writing a tune called Going Crazy. You can hear him writing a thing called Girl Crazy, but not Going Crazy, which is far more true. Almost all of us at one time or another in the last month has felt like we're going crazy. Do you ever have that sneaking suspicion? I'm going crazy. It often happens when you're shaving. Now, I don't know what the cause and effect is. <laughs> look at this madman in the mirror there. <laughs> you say, look at that. Sometimes, you know, you wake up and you have this moment of terrible realistic insight. You look in the mirror and you see yourself suddenly for the stranger that you are to the rest of the world. And you, you detect a note of homicidal madness in the eyes of that stranger. You duck down out of the sink. Then you realize it's you you're hiding from. Then you stand up and you bravely shave. You notice almost all shaving cream spots are done by women? You know, for a long time I thought that, that, uh, that uh, this, uh, this uh, Farah Major... Was a uh, was a remote star cluster? I did. I thought Farrah Fawcett Major was a rare star cluster up on Ursula Major there. Well, I, I just tell you that's why you think you're going crazy, and then all of a sudden I realized that she's doing shaving cream commercials, and I figured, you know, what is this? A star? I, I, you know, I I kept seeing headlines like uh, Farrah Fawcett Major reveals all secrets. See, I don't read stuff like, uh, uh, like uh, Star. Uh, what's the other one? Enquirer. I just see it in the super ranks. It's Farrah Fawcett Major Bears Secrets. I thought, what the hell is this? It's like saying uh, uh, Mercury Bears Secrets. The moon tells all. So I thought I was going crazy for a long time there until I discovered it wasn't me. It was that lady ahead of me in the line there. The one that saves the green stamps. In fact, she's got a house made out of green stamps. I mean, she don't eat none of them groceries. She just buys it to get the stamps. I mean, it's madness. It's all madness. So I'm sitting there, and the other night, I hear this record. Play it again, Sam. Play it again for me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, this won't bring back no memories to you, does it? <laughs> well, it does. It brings back memories to me. Memories. My eyes are puddling up, and there's raindrops and teardrops are flowing into my ears because of what you've done to me. It's going to take many a beer. It's going to take beers and beers to wash away the tears for what you've done to me, baby. My God Almighty, this is WOR New York. We'll be back after these commercials. There is an old saying that you are what you eat. And what do you eat? You eat stews, pastes, and hashes more easily drunk than chewed, the finest white rice, the finest white wheat, over-processed barley, rye, corn, sugar, and buckwheat, all crying for want of essential nutrients. You eat pies, patties, puddings, dumplings, waffles, candies, sweet stuff, sodas, and soft drinks. If you are what you eat, I suggest, you're an awful mess, and if you'd like more information, this is Carlton Fredericks greeting you, sorry as the greeting is, Tune in on my program, Design for Living, which comes to you on WOR Radio, Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
go. There's nothing but critics. Stop it. I mean, we're just trying our best here. Ain't no reason to do that. Yeah, you know, if, if, if you push me hard enough, you know what I'm going to do? I'm liable to break into a course of the great speckled bird. Yes, I, I used to sing that, the shower. I'd sing great speckled bird in the shower. Now, uh, another one I used to sing, I'll bet, I'll bet there ain't one of you out there that found himself at 3 o'clock in the morning taking a shower in a strange motel. Good Lord Almighty. In a strange hotel in the state of Arkansas. Singing, there'll be smoke on the water tonight. Now, come on, listen. To quit messing around with the lights. Do this the show. Here, we got a show to do. Do you hear what I just sang? You didn't hear it. What did I sing? There'll be smoke on the water tonight. In all its variations, including the obscene ones. Now, I don't know why I'm bringing this up to you, isn't I? but I, I, I've been formed at a very early age by some very, very nefarious forces. For example, do you know that next door to me when I was growing up, there was a guy that did nothing but play Roy A. Cuff records at the top volume of his Silvertone record player till the point was reached where you could feel the windows jiggling. If you put your hands right on him, you could feel the windows jiggling. How many of you have grown up with the sound of Roy Acuff coming through the windows, coming out of the backyard, coming out of the basement? And what did Roy sing? There'll be smoke on the water tonight. And he sang the great speckled bird. And he sang the wreck on the highway. And what about the song about the big what county wreck? The Carroll County wreck. My God, that was some wreck. You remember that? Do you know the story of the Carroll County wreck? Well, it's it's being sung by this guy who was a policeman, right? And that that he was called for the scene of this accident. And here was this guy in the car, and. There was this girl in the car, and they was killed. Killed, that's with a T. They was killed. And why did he sing the song? What did he find in a matchbox in that car? Yes, he found this girl's wedding ring. Which he did not, he, he took it away. He didn't say nothing, right? That was the Carroll County accident. You grow up with that kind of stuff, and your brain is going to be rotted. No wonder I think I'm going crazy. I mean, I seriously look in the mirror sometimes, and I find myself seriously singing, you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. All right? I, ha I know all the words. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. That's stupid. El stupido. And you know how, have you ever had, uh, when, you're, when you're lying in the sack, do you ever hear music in your brain? I imagine you hear something pretty elegant, right? Scarlatti, possibly. You know what I hear? Bob Wills. I hear Tex-Mex swing. I hear a bunch of guys blowing tinny trumpets, horns. You know, that's stupid. I mean, there's no dignity to a man that has that kind of sound in his head.
Well, it's a misspent youth. I have envied people who lived in a, in a serious family. I mean, every time I watch television, I never recognize anybody on television as having any life like I ever lived. I lived through the 50s. I was there. It was nothing at all like happy days. That's a sham, a fraud, and a ding-dong. <laughs> I mean, nobody else ever lived it like that, unless it was a writer writing a script. Now, I see this movie Family all the time. The family keeps coming on this television series. I presume somewhere there are people who have a family like that, where everybody is so understanding. I mean, there was one sequence where this kid brings home his friend, who has now just admitted that he is a homosexual publicly. And the father says, you must understand, Al. You must have compassion. I don't know any fathers like that. I mean, in the family. I mean, all right, all right. You know, the point I'm getting at here is that uh, I wish that, 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 the, that the life that all of us lead could be put into one great big vast super life. It'll never happen. But now why? When I hear this, 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 it is admittedly not a slice of true life. But why does this have memories to me? Memories. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it. It's memories, memories crowding back into my mind. The windmills in my mind. Yeah. The rivers in my mind and the windmills. is vibrating and tears are falling into my ears and raindrops is falling on my head. Memories. Every time I hear that, all right, I'll tell you what the memories are about in that one. You want to hear this? Would you give me just a little more gain? Okay, I'm going to tell you a story on how, you know, sometimes memories, to quote Merle Haggard, one of the leading philosophers of our time, to quote Merle Haggard, memories can be painful. Now that is a more complex statement than appears on the surface. Memories can be painful. You notice it's pronounced K-I-N. Memories can be painful. Painful. You got to drop the fault. The end. Memories can be painful. That's the proper Atlanta pronunciation, correct? All right. And you must understand, I am not from the Fate East. I am from the Heartland. I've heard the sound. Roy Acuff at two in the morning. I've heard the sound of fist fights down at the American Eagle Bar and Grill and Pool Room on a Saturday night. Saturday night. Excuse me. It's Saturday night. It is not Saturday night. Saturday night. Give me a little lesson here in basic American speech. Now there are some variations. There's Saturday night. Not to use that, but I prefer the Saturday night. That's a little step up the ladder. I had this date. You want to hear a painful story? I had just graduated from high school the week before. Life was one vast song. You recall graduating from high school? You figured anything was possible. 
you underestimated life, didn't you? <laughs> Not only was everything possible, but it was going to happen. See, the thing is, when you think of life as, as uh, 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 infinite possibilities opening out before you, you can't conceive of the possibilities that actually occur. Now, could you have ever predicted that you would wind up doing exactly what you're doing when you were 19 years old or 18 years old getting out of high school? No way. Life is truly, as Merle Haggard says, enough to make you go crazy. Going crazy. Yes, and I, 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 I've been known at moments of stress to suddenly start yelling out Harold Super Service. You don't know that tune? Harold Super Service? Picks yeah. and Flats, our specialty. Pumping gas, Harold Super Service. Along comes this old boy in his Model A. You don't know the song about that? He says, Will you please clean the windows, check the eye, check the tires, give me 50 cents worth of regular? 50 cents worth of regular, but be sure to clean the windows, check the tires. That good old boy goes riding out with his Model A, the Herald Super Service. Service is our specialty and our motto. And then one day, he finds himself in heaven, working at the great Herald Super Service in the sky, changing the plugs on whose magic carpet? Who's Moses' magic carpet? <laughs> so, you know, this is philosophy. Nevertheless, I'm just out of the yard, seeing I'm a kid. Fresh, bright, or rather just out of the, just out of high school, about to go in the yard. That's an even better time. All excited about life, you know, my eyeballs are popping. And I went into this drugstore. Do you ever remember an actual date that you had? Just an actual date out of your uh, adolescent period. Now, I'm not talking about one that was a disaster or one that was a success. Just a date. Pick one out. Well, I went to this drugstore. It was a Walgreens, by the way. <laughs> and it was on the south side of Chicago. And I came into the drugstore. I don't know why I was in that drugstore. I walk in, and I sat down at the counter, and I was with another guy. And we're both sitting there. In fact, it was Stanley Roper. And it was a girl working behind the counter. She had a reddish blonde hair, kind of a round face, and she was Dutch. I mean, what they call Illinois Dutch. You know, they have these truck farms and all that. Her name was uh, Rosalie Vonderhaag. H-A-A-G. Never forget it. So I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, and Stanley Roper's having his, his strawberry malt, and she's hanging around, we're talking, and I don't know what drove me to do it. I don't do this. I'm not a guy that just asks a girl for a date. I, some guys are. Some guys automatically, every chick they say, hey, how about going out? I don't, I don't do that. Do you, Sam? No. I've never been able to do it. This one time, I said to her, <laughs> I said, what's your name? She says, Rosalie Vonderhaag. I said, Rosalie Vonderhaag, a great name. I love the Dutch. Oh, you know, this is the way, if I, let's put it this way, put my little grease on the runway. So uh, 
She says, oh, you know, I, I says, yes. I said, all those onion farms out there. She says, my father has one. So five minutes later, we have made a date. And after her work, what are you, what are you looking at? I'm just curious what's going on up there. You're looking up there all the time. What are you, I'm fascinated by that. Well, you can't help it when you find seven people all looking up at the ceiling. You tend to look up at the ceiling. So, I mean, what is it? You're just amazed. <laughs> oh, oh, I see that thing crawling up the studio wall. That's one of the salesmen. It's all right. Just ignore it. So, anyway, we had this date. It went fine. We went to the movies. We went to the A&W root beer stand. And, you know, it was just a conventional thing. She had to be home by 10 or something like that because she was going out the next morning early or something. So I drove her home. Nothing happened particularly. So the next night, we were having this other date. Another story. We're going to have another date. Well, we were to meet because the car that I was using was not mine. It was a borrowed car. Have you ever borrowed a friend's car? Many times, you know. I had no car at this stage in the game. And so I said, listen, I will meet you at the corner. Any of you know Chicago? The corner of 71st and Dorchester. She said, okay. Now, that is a bus stop. There are a lot of little stores along there. And she says, I will meet you after work. I am working late tonight, and we will go down to Jeffrey's, and we will go bowling, do all the stuff, and we'll go to the A&W. And so at about 9 o'clock at night, I am standing by the bus stop waiting for her to come. It is a cold Chicago rain. This is spring. Sleet is coming down. It's dark out. It's a kind of mean neighborhood. You know the kind of neighborhood that has places that sell uh, trusses? You know, drugstores that have trusses in the window? <laughs> You've seen those stores? <laughs> I mean, it's just a mean... Uh, I, I, had a, I related to this movie the other night. You know, there's a movie called Mean Streets. Great title. If you've, ever, if you've ever lived in the cities of America, just, you know, in the, on the, I'm not talking about living on the Sutton places of America. I'm talking about the mean streets. You understand what the term mean streets mean. And the rain is coming down. And she does not show up. And I become aware of a sound. It's getting colder, by the way, and it's starting to snow a little bit. The sleet is freezing. I'm standing in the doorway of a shop, and across the street are some pool rooms. You can see these lights, the neon lights. And you can see a couple of liquor stores and places where they sell used banjos, pawn shops. And it was one place. All night long, this record was playing, just drifting out over the mean streets. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute I'm telling you the truth it was, have you ever seen these places where they sell jokes uh, where they sell stuff like sneezing powders exploding cigars and these are always in the worst neighborhoods rotten neighborhoods where they have pornies 
they have uh, employment offices, you know, with those big signs out says, are you looking for a job? Come in, we need, and then it lists what they need. You know, guys to tote, guys to lift that bar, guys to, t- <laughs> you know. <laughs> and all night long, these guys were playing this record. And you know, I have never forgotten that. I don't know why that impressed me. Incidentally, Rose Vanderhaag did not show up that night. And there was a drunk that kept staggering past the place where I was waiting for this this chick to show. And that scene, absolutely, I can see it so clearly, it's almost it's almost like it's painted on a Veracomb slide. If that's possible. Clear, brilliant, sordid. True to life, gray, rotten, icy, mean streets color. And the sound of that laughter just kept going over and over. It was faintly scratchy, too, as if the tape itself had a little scratch on it. No, I, 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 songs don't turn out to memories to me. But the distant, hollow sound of canned laughter. Hey, that's not bad. Memories. Teardrops are rolling down my cheeks. Raindrops is falling on my head. And I'm going crazy. And all my friends are going to stand around and laugh when they take me away. Because that night I saw you sitting there with him. And I'm going crazy. Oh, there'll be smoke on the water tonight, friends. And a great speckled bird will fly. Somewhere, another wreck is happening on the corners just outside the Carroll County line. And the Wabash Cannonball screams forever with the ghost trains of the past and gone songs of the Roy A. Cups of Time. guy once who used to all he just go all all the pieces when he'd hear somebody play and i don't even think they have a record like that anymore the rickety rickshaw man was there ever such a tune no i don't know either <laughs> i'm glad you don't <laughs> bring it up there big oh memories by the way uh how many of you uh relate to the uh you know what that refers to? That's for next semester. For next semester, when we get serious. This is WOR New York.